welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching podcast to encourage you as you walk with the Lord. This is episode 23, titled The Glory of God and Us. Some of us have lost our reverence, or have reduced our awe, or have forgotten just how mighty beyond human description the glory of our God is, to whom we pray. We need not fear anything if we are His. The glory belongs to Him and not us. We are not to take glory belonging to God for ourselves. Let's spend a couple of minutes in Isaiah chapter 40, verses 12 to 15. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, or with the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens? Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket, or weighed the mountains on the scales and the hills in a balance? Who can fathom the spirit of the Lord, or instruct the Lord as his counselor? Whom did the Lord consult to enlighten him, and who taught him the right way? Who was it that taught him knowledge or showed him the path of understanding? Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are regarded as dust on the scales. He weighs the islands as though they were fine dust. Verses 17 to 18. Before him all the nations are as nothing. They are regarded by him as worthless and less than nothing. With whom, then, will you compare God? To what image will you liken him? Verse 22. He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like the canopy, and spreads them out like a tent to live in. Verse 25. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal? Says the Holy One. God's glory encompasses the greatness, beauty, and perfection of all that He is. In everything that He is, and in everything that He does, God is greater than human description. Every attribute and action of God is stunningly beautiful in every way. Each characteristic of God and every accomplishment from His hand is totally perfect. We refer to this when we talk about God's glory. We all want what is glorious in our lives, whether that's the pleasure of a glorious meal, the glory of recognition by peers or the higher-ups at work, or even participating in the glorious work of the kingdom of God here on earth. Where we chase after glory can vary, but one thing is for certain. This hunger for glory will never ever be satisfied by created things. No experience, relationship, achievement, or possession in this life has any capacity whatsoever to bring contentment to your heart. Only God can satisfy our hunger, and in satisfying that hunger, give peace and rest to our hearts. The original design was for human beings to live in a glorious world and exist in perfect relational harmony with the glorious God. 
but sin corrupted the original design, and now you and I have the desire to live for ourselves. Instead of living for the glory of God, we try to steal that glory for ourselves. We demand to be in the center of our world. We take credit for what only God could produce. We want others to worship us. We establish our own little kingdom and punish those who break our laws. We tell ourselves that we're entitled to what we don't deserve, and we complain when we don't get whatever it is that we want. It's tempting to blame the glory war that rages within us on outside elements and culprits. If only our culture wasn't so perverse. If only social media and media in general didn't promote sinful priorities. If only our government was more committed to morality. Sure, outside factors are strong and influential, but the glory war that rages within our hearts is first what attracts us to those outside elements. Within the heart of every sinner is a deep and abiding glory dysfunction. Living for the glory of self is more natural to us than acknowledging and living for the glory of God. In our self-deception, we tell ourselves that we really can satisfy our hunger by drinking from dry wells. The issue here is, in fact, our heart. The reality is that we can't actually solve our own glory dysfunction. Many have tried. None have succeeded in their own strength. Our only hope is for the God of glory to invade our lives and rescue us from us. When we admit to our glory-stealing habit and when we cry out for help, we can finally be free from the never-satisfying quest for worldly glory and live forever in the light of the satisfying glory of God. See, there's only one who exists in the universe who is ultimate in glory, ultimate in greatness, ultimate in beauty, and ultimate in perfection. And he is all of these things in everything he is and in everything he does. God has no glory inconsistencies, and he has no glory rivals. All that is comes from him. All that is continues to exist through him, and all that is was made for him. Isaiah 43, verses 6 through 8. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Lead out those who have eyes but are blind, and who have ears but are deaf. Romans eleven thirty six. For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Let us shout to the world the glory of our God. Let us shout to the world all the things he has done for us. 
Let us not steal his glory and take credit for the blessings he has given us in this life. Let us not strive to be glorious in our own eyes, by our own means, but in all things give glory to God from the sincerity of our heart. May we all live in the glory of the awesome and mighty God we serve, and may our days reflect our love for Christ and our desire to apply his word.